created the Zodiac. On the first day, Ares, the Ram. On the second day, Taurus, the Bull. On the third day, Gemini, the Twins. Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius. On the twelfth day, God was tired. Out of ideas and struggling for inspiration, he laid in his bed and began to cry. Of course! Crying, lazy, petulant. It was in that image that God created the twelfth sign. Moody as a Cancer. Needy as a Leo. Flighty as a Sagittarius. Not even one of these bitches didn't want to be a veterinarian growing up. From the Zodiac sign that brought you Kurt Cobain, Justin Bieber, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Drew Barrymore, Steve Irwin, Rihanna, Steve Jobs, Alexander Graham Bell, Albert Einstein, and John Bon Jovi! It's two Pisces, even lazier, whinier, stupider. They're young, they're cute, they're barely legal. They're two crying assholes who don't even know how to read. Sophie Hayes and Ev O'Driscoll present Dumb Bitch Media! Just when you thought it was safe to talk shit! Walk a mile records, bitch! Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. The clip that you just heard was the opening from our Dumb Bitch Media show that happened on Friday. Yeah, it went really well, guys. Thank you so much if you came out to see it. We had a really fun time. Mm -hmm. All the comics were super funny. And if you submitted roasts for us also, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. We had people submit roasts for us for the show roast for me roast for sophie and then roast for the Both two of us, of us to yeah. read throughout the show but it's <laughs> i regret to inform you that most of them were deeply unfunny we <laughs> actually ended up having to write a bunch of roasts ourselves at the last minute <laughs> but we appreciate the effort anyways yes and some of them were good jumping off points for sure yeah. i wanted to write a roast about you that wasn't about you being indigenous and wasn't about you being a stripper. Wow, that's that's really like huge brain of you. I know, right? <laughs> I to did. To get outside the I box, you too. did it. Yeah, you did it because like last time I was at a roast when we were 
doing like the opening interview before we got roasted the host asked me if I had anything to say and I was like I'll just be extremely surprised and impressed if there's even one roast joke tonight about me not being a slut yeah and I'm pretty sure there wasn't which is fine I mean I know what I look like yeah guys I know what I look like (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was so fun and I'm really sad that the audio didn't work on the show but I mean like at least we got to make use of it in the podcast yeah 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 it was good Mm -hmm. you worked really hard on it and I'm sorry it didn't work yeah it was really fun also we dressed up in like matching formal wear so fully it just looked like we were getting married or doing like a maternity shoot (laughs) I definitely like intentionally made my Instagram caption sound like maybe we were getting married because I wanted to see like what would happen yeah for sure yeah well a lot of people seriously congratulated us on our beautiful wedding when we posted pictures from the show which is so funny I got so twisted that night and I didn't wear a coat so I was just stomping all over the city wearing a full-length princess dress I was trying to give you my coat well, I don't remember that. <laughs> I know. You're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. So then I was wearing a princess dress, a tiara, high heels, my friend Mike's like army jacket, and I was like stuffing my face full of pizza at four in the morning. <laughs> Idiot. <Such a> luck. <laughs> yeah. Also, shout out to Logan. Yeah. For coming to our show and bringing your friends. Um, our listener, Logan, aka Broken Giles came out to the show and decided to take himself from an online reply guy to an in real life reply guy. Yeah. Um, it was so nice to meet And it was you. so fun. And he also wrote a bunch of roasts that were actually funny. Yeah. So. And he brought his friends, which was really nice. And, and they were super nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool. So come through any time, Logan. How's your weekend going otherwise? It's good. I had to work all day yesterday mm-hmm. after I got absolutely trucked up like of course i got pinned to the fucking wall (laughs) and i stayed up till five in the morning and then i had to work uh from 12 to (laughs) 8 and people were coming in and they were like what's wrong with you are you sick like normally you're like hey how are you how's your weekend going blah 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 (laughs) yeah and i was like what's up uh and they were like what's wrong and i was like honestly honey like i am so hungover, I would suck the dips of the entire offensive line of, like, the Chicago Bears fucking one by one just to get a single McDonald's hash brown right now. <laughs> After practice, I don't give a fuck. I needed a hash brown. Oh my god. So badly. And then I was gonna, like, take it easy last night because we had to record today and then I have mm-hmm. a big show tonight yeah. for St. Patrick's Day. But I went I drank last night too. <laughs> In my sweatpants though. That's I fine. I didn't get dressed. No, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. Um I was like really hungover. Well, I wasn't hungover yesterday, mm-hmm. but I just felt like really anxious, you know, like after you're drinking. I had booze anxiety too. Me too. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna take a break. Um, I did drink last night a little bit at my friend's birthday, but like mm. not that much. Yeah. But yeah, yesterday I was just like really anxious and I was like annoyed that the bartenders at our show were like literally like pouring alcohol down my throat again. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't charge me for the drinks. Okay. At least. Yeah. Because I was like, if you're gonna serve me triples, can you without me asking? Can you not charge me for don't them? Don't charge me for them. Yeah. And they didn't. So that was good. That's good. Yeah. But like. 
if you're not gonna fuck me, like, why are we doing this? <laughs> right? The bartenders at, like, the venue where we had the show are, like, really gay and really annoying. They're so annoying. This is a call out. Yeah. The one girl that works there, she came up sitting to us at the bar on Thursday because we had a show at the same venue on Thursday. Mm. And we were just sitting there trying to write for Friday night. And she comes up and she's like, what's going on downstairs? And we're like, a comedy show. And she goes, oh my God, uh, which comedians are here? And... Uh, we were like, us, bitch. Us. <laughs> and then she was like, oh my God, you guys are comedians? And we were like, yeah. And she was like, do you like write jokes? And I was like, yes, yes. that's literally what we're doing right now. Um, and then she was like, you're on the show tonight? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, are you nervous? And I was like, no. It's like, I fucking hate that question because it's Me like, too. what do you mean are you nervous? It's not my first time. <sighs> but that's what sort of what it, like, implies. And then like, every time I have this conversation, I'm a cunt about it. I mean, I'm nice for the first two you questions. You were fine about and then it. Yeah. Usually people will be like, are you nervous? Is it your first time? D- blah, blah, blah. Is it, like, do you write the jokes before? Or do you just make them all up when you're up there? Um, <sighs> and then... I'm, like, a bitch about it, and then they can tell that I'm displeased, and then they're like, oh my god, are you gonna write a joke about this? And one time I was just having a horrible day, and I was like, no, this is the most boring interaction I've had all week. (laughs) Girls on Tinder always ask me if I'm gonna write jokes about them, and I'm like, no. You're really boring. I'm not even gonna meet you in real life. (laughs) Some guy on the internet this week was like, it's such a red flag if a chick is a comedian. I would never date a comedian because... All stand-ups material is 50% about their significant others, like, punching down at their significant others, making fun of their significant others. And I was like, first of all, that's not true. Second of all, I've made jokes about, like, larger concepts. Like, I've had premises that have to do with my dating life or whatever. I never make jokes where I make... The punchline, yeah, is that it's someone you dated. Like, sorry if you're dating horrible comedians. You know what I mean? Like, if you're dating a good comedian, it's not really an issue. And it's, like, most of the time that shit happens after you break up anyways. And yeah. it's not like you... I don't know what people are worried about. I would never write a joke about someone I was currently dating unless it was something so absurd that it was, like, not even... I would, know, but my jokes I mean? don't have linear premises. That's what so I'm it does, yeah. That's why I was, like, trying to communicate. I was, like, it literally doesn't matter if I write jokes about people because it's, like... So, like, when I was with my ex and uh, we were in Ancient Greece, like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Not have any, like, tangible <laughs> yeah. real-world quality. Anyways. Yeah. That's, that was fucking annoying. Yeah. Oh, and then she was, like, she was like, so you guys are stand-up comedians. Is it, like, Dame Trump type of stuff? And I was like, Jesus Christ, I hope not. And she was like, he's my favorite. And then she just walked away, and I was like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the other chick that works there it has somehow, she's a little bit less annoying, but she's a very similar energy. Because, like, remember, I think it was on Thursday, when or, she, or like, it was last week, she got so, on her knees. Yeah, so I was like, she was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I I messed up your drink, and I was like, don't let it happen again. Yeah. And then she launched herself at the ground on her knees and was like, please, please forgive me, and I was like, I'm not gonna top you. <laughs> I somehow find her less annoying. She is less annoying. Yeah. She is less annoying, but she's still annoying. extremely extra. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyways. like, yeah, anyways, enough about that. Uh, in, Sorry. 
Inside baseball. Yeah, I'm excited for the show tonight. I'm going to wear a kilt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to river dance on stage, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's going to be your whole set. No jokes. No jokes. Sometimes comedy's about river dancing. I've never done it yet, but on a club we done it again. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes comedy's just about using skills that you picked up when you were eight years old on stage. Yeah. So uh, embarrassing that the only things that I'm good at from doing as a child are river dancing and curling. <laughs> I think mine are worse. <laughs> what? Playing. Eating pussy? <laughs> No, I'm getting my pussy ate. That's dark. (laughs) 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 No, they're worse in your opinion. Okay, like what? Fucking archery? (laughs) Yes. Gay. Playing water polo and Nordic ski. Oh, brutal. Guys. And playing clarinet. I'm sorry. Oh. (laughs) Get out of my face with that. Are we breaking up? (laughs) No. Uh. (laughs) It's a divorce, Uh, (laughs) since we're married now. We we just found out immediately before recording the podcast that Sophie used to play water polo with the girl that my ex-boyfriend left to be with me. Does that make sense? Like, he he left left Sophie's former teammate for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So she was not good at water polo, everybody. I'm an enemy of the water polo world. Famously can't score a goal. Famously, you can't keep a man. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> Just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score. <laughs> In her case... <laughs> that was chaotic, man. She looks like a Gap model. Like, she's so wholesome. Yeah. How did you go from dating a girl that, like, loves to travel and posts, like, fake candids of her and all of her friends and, like, is blonde and blue eyes and looks like a gap model and plays water polo to pivoting and then dating me. It literally makes no sense, like, a fucking, like, irony-ass, like, weirdo (laughs) alt chick. Like... (laughs) She also hated French people. That's... What? Phil was Franco-Ontarian. Yeah, but she hated French people. That's so funny. Yeah. What was he doing? I don't know. She had weird feet. It had yeah, to be she did something have weird about feet. her feet. She yeah. had those special feet and they were lifeguards. Yeah. So he knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the one job where you can see people. And she feet. was my sister's work supervisor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucked. I hate this. Yeah. All right, let's talk about stuff today, yeah. guys. So Chelsea Clinton has been in the news more than probably since during the Clinton presidency. Yeah. When was the last time she was in the news this much? Like, maybe when her mom was running in 2016. Okay, I but guess But nothing so. of her own volition ever. It's always been related to her parents. Right. So Chelsea Clinton has been in the news because she went to a vigil for the victims of the shooting in New, New Zealand. Zealand. And it was an NYU vigil. Like, it was all students. And she just showed up. Because she had to, like, put face in. There's a lot of rumors that she's she might run for president at some point. So I oh think God. she's just... I know. So I think she's just starting just what we need, Hillary 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Um, she had to put in face, and then obviously people were really upset about it because she had critiqued Ilhan Omar a bunch, which was, like, pretty anti- subjectively, but probably pretty anti-Muslim. Yeah, and she was calling her anti-Semitic and stuff, which is just, like... Yeah, so she was coming for Ilhan Omar, Mm -hmm. and then she showed up 
at the vigil the for vigil. the victims. Yeah. And she got into what people are calling an altercation, but I watched the video. Mm-hmm. So she got into an altercation with two NYU students, and mm-hmm. they're actually, like, I think they're, like, student union people, so now they're in trouble at their university. Oh, fuck that. I know, and their names are Lean Dwyck and Rosa Saf, okay. and um, they approach Chelsea Clinton about her comments on... Ilhan Omar, and mm-hmm. they were saying that her she's contributing to the rhetoric that's like anti-Muslim, right? Of course, which is absolutely true. She's a huge platform, yeah. And then and she's using it to be pro-Israel and anti-Muslim. Exactly, it's yeah. really fucked up. Yeah, and they're absolutely right. Yeah, and now everybody's saying that they were yelling at her, and I watched the video, and there was no voices being raised. I mean, who cares? Not to use a woke word, but that's tone policing. It is. It's and they tone have, policing, and they have the right to be angry when. Sorry, but like a, a white liberal feminist whose only real affiliation is money mm-hmm. and power is you know critiquing a group that they belong to and the day after 49 muslim people were killed and she's also bringing negative attention to a group of people that are already endangered regardless of whether or not people are talking with huge platforms Mm -hmm. are critical of muslims right so Mm -hmm. anyways fuck chelsea clinton yeah and people were saying that they people kept talking about the fact that she was pregnant so what? So if you can't yell at a pregnant lady, maybe she shouldn't go to political... Of course. Be in political spaces, right? Like, oh, if that's... Like, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. But it's then so stupid. some people would be like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's intentionally... If women can't do everything that they want, then that's kind of like... If women can't attend events with their children or they can't attend events when they're pregnant, then that's, like, gatekeeping women out of, like, the workspace and stuff. So it's, like... She can obviously go to all of this yeah. stuff, but yeah, and it's she can not, be yelled at. <laughs> yes, of course. I hate. I hate, I hate that, that shit. Being pregnant doesn't like excuse you from any form of like anything cri- criticism. No, like you didn't want to be stressed during your pregnancy because it's bad for the baby. Why don't you fucking mind your business and stay out of the public exactly. eye for once in your life, dude? If I looked like Chelsea Clinton, I would like I'd live in a bunker. <laughs> because no I'm serious I would not want to see my photo in the news <laughs> I mean good for those girls though I feel bad apparently they're like yeah in trouble and stuff but like they're talking about it on Twitter like they're addressing it which is really good and they're really smart like I feel really bad for them I feel bad for them too and another thing that I think is really really unfair which was happening a lot with this case was journalists with huge platforms were quote tweeting them and basically saying that they should be ashamed of themselves and Ugh. of their comportment. Grown ass adults, grown ass men. So Yashir Ali, who I think was the guy who caught the hate for saying that he, you need to have at least twenty towels. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, and then yeah. he made it about how he has ADHD. When pe- to wash when, towels when people were critiquing him. Which is really funny because it's like, I have ADHD and I just have dirty towels, so grow up. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. But like, <laughs> he, he quote tweeted that girl and it's like, he has hundreds of thousands of followers. That's like he's so a journalist and he's a 40 year old man. Yeah. And it's like, that's literally such a huge power imbalance. That's literally like kicking a baby. Well, and they were you talking know? about how people were bullying them online and then Kathy Griffin mm. quote tweeted one of them, <laughs> fucking 
I hate her. Anyways, mm. she quoted one of them and was like, you're not being bullied. Daffy Griffin has kind of universally, like, the worst fates of all time. Of all I time think. about everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's just, like, a female edgelord. She is, but she's, like, old, so it doesn't even make sense. That's true, yeah. She just has, like, holes in her brain. Probably, <laughs> honestly. From, like, all the hairspray she needs to keep her bangs stuck to her forehead. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm body shaming on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, fuck Chelsea Clinton. Fuck Chelsea Clinton, and she's slowly overtaking Meghan McCain, quickly overtaking Meghan McCain, actually, as my least favorite presidential daughter. Me too. I don't like Meghan McCain, but I think that because she's on The View, Mm -hmm. it humanizes her a lot, and I don't feel like she has to have good takes anymore, because... Nobody on The View particularly has good takes except for Joy Behar. Nobody on The So yeah. it's like she's just like one of those people who's saying whatever she wants, and it's like you don't have to agree with her, so I don't care anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, she literally just has that job because she's a woman with a famous yeah, dad. And, and like, she's open. I mean, she doesn't take criticism well. She's labeling herself as an authority, but nobody else thinks she's an authority. Yeah. Whereas Chelsea Clinton thinks that people should respect her, and randomly some people do. Yeah, that's true. Just because she's, like, a member of a political dynasty. Exactly. Made McCain. <laughs> it's so funny that she called in set to work because she was being bullied online. Um, yeah. Literally, next time a bunch of people come for me in my mentions, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna call in sick to take work. Day, I'm gonna take mental health leave. <laughs> <laughs> because one of my tweets found its way to, like... I don't know, <laughs> fucking anti-vax Twitter or something. Did you see the video of her on The View where she was, like, talking and then someone tried to interrupt her and she's like, I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you guys never let get to, or you guys never let me finish. <laughs> it's like, Shut up. Yeah, it's like, because you're on the bottom of the totem pole in this establishment. <laughs> no Joy one cares Behar who your daddy off. is. Yeah. <laughs> Joy Behar was like, I'm actually Jewish, so... <laughs> I'm not just culturally Jewish. No, because Meghan McCain and and Chelsea Clinton's whole thing is they keep being, like, obviously pro-Israel, but being like, well, Jewish people, blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm-hmm. shut up and let a Jewish person talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny that Meghan McCain started dating her husband because he was bullying her on Twitter. So she likes it. Yeah. Secretly. Yeah. That's so funny. That's why she went on The View. She needed more. Maybe. Honestly, like... Did you know that she wrote a book with Michael Ian Black called America, You Sexy Bitch, A Love Letter to Freedom? Uh, and do you, know what the, do you know what the concept of the book was? What? I heard this on another podcast, guys, not to plagiarize. But they took a road trip around America in an RV to try and get to know each other and work through their political differences because she's on the right and he's on the quote-unquote left. He's but they, they're both left and right of center. Uh, he's he's a true centrist, Michael yeah. Black, and then she's like just right of the center, yeah. I would say. Um, but yeah, and it was like, oh, it turns out that these people actually have a bunch in common, and it's like, yeah, because uh, they're, they're centrists. They're centrists <laughs> from the same class. <laughs> It's such a privileged point of view to be able to spend time with someone who, quote unquote, diametrically opposes your political views. They're the same. They they have the same. Yeah, they're the same. It's all about class (laughs) politics. Yeah. It's almost like the two party systems lie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's why you guys don't come to Canada. We have three parties, sort of. Kind of. (laughs) We're working on it. Yeah. 
once the green party stops being whack then we would have four yeah yeah but they're whack mm-hmm. right now what about the bloc Quebecois? stop <laughs> 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 okay it's fucked because the bloc Quebecois is like besides the whole like separatist thing mm-hmm is, like, they're so random, because they're, like, randomly really leftist about some stuff, and then other yeah. stuff not. It's, like, there's no cohesive, like, party vision. It's kind of like how the Green Party is randomly kind of conservative. Yeah, well, they're pro-life. Yeah. I don't understand political parties from any other countries, though. Like, um, obviously, Australia and New Zealand have been in the news a lot this week, mm-hmm. and I don't... I'm not really familiar with their party systems at all. No, me neither. Yeah. No. So there was that, um, Senator in Australia who was talking about the New Zealand shooting and was saying, blaming it on immigration as well, basically saying exactly what... Oh, I love that. Yeah, he was basically saying exactly what it was in the Shooter's Manifesto. Yeah. I'm not even going to dignify him by saying his name. It was something stupid. And then <laughs> that kid threw an egg at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny. Like, that's that's practice. It's sick. Yeah. So this kid, they're not releasing his name as far as I'm aware because he's 17, but he's part of some sort of like anarchist organization. And good thing it was just an egg. He got so close to him. Yeah. Phil, he sure. was filming it too. That's so cool. And then the senator turned around and tried to swing at him. Are they going to arrest him? They arrested him, but they didn't charge him. He's been released. Okay. Good. Probably because he's a minor. Yeah. It's um, so sick though. So I was talking to my friend last night and he read the entire 70 page manifesto and like watch the video and it's uh he was saying that people were blaming pundits like ben shapiro and stuff yeah. and saying that his politics put into the hands of the wrong people can be dangerous or whatever but i i would argue when it comes down to saying that people can be radicalized by any sort of commentary and stuff like that anything in the hands of a sick person they'll f- find what they're looking for in the texts you know what yeah. I mean they'll read and I'm I realize that there are people that incite violence but when people say things like oh this uh this shooter committed their thing because they were influenced by messages in like this media it's almost it kind of reminds me of you know the ridiculousness of satanic panic or you know Ju- my son was listening to Judas Priest and that made him kill himself or you know Doom and Marilyn Manson were responsible for like the Columbine shootings yeah. or whatever uh, yeah anything was responsible for Charles Manson like anything in the hands of a sick person can be twisted anyway right and like of course this guy also I mean I don't I didn't read it because mm-hmm. I'm not interested but no. um he specifically called it a, a YouTuber. Yeah. So PewDiePie. I would argue he's more, yeah. to, he's more to, bl- I'm not going to say blame. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need to be aware of what you're saying online and how it can be interpreted. But you know what I mean? Like he, I, he's had that specific YouTubers had a lot of issues. He has a lot of anti-Semitic. I know. Yeah. yeah. And I think that he's just. I don't know if, what his politics are. I think he's kind of a shitty edgelord. He is an edgelord, yeah. Um, and that probably has a lot to do with it. But the other thing is, too, and we were talking about this last night as well, when you, if your goal is notoriety, which a lot of the time it is for these people that kind yeah. of do, like, a swan song thing where they just fucking... Mm-hmm. They kill a whole bunch of people and they want their name and faces to be in the news and stuff. They will shout out famous people because it spreads their message and what they did even further. Because if it's somebody with a huge platform like PewDiePie, everyone who follows news about PewDiePie... Well, that's exactly is what going, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to... 
PewDiePie addressed it on mm-hmm. his YouTube channel, and everybody who watches him that didn't know about it looked it up. But then it's like he kind of had to, right? It's a rock and hard place. <sighs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah. The other thing, obviously, is gamer culture, right? He live streamed it. Yeah. And set it up like a first-person shooter video game. That's a whole thing, too. Yeah, for sure. Right? It's like there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of factors. I don't think you can point at any one specific mm-hmm. thing. Well, I actually use the term um, gamer and extremist interchangeably, and I suggest that you guys... No, I I know that you're joking, <laughs> but I think there's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of crossover. Gamer culture is oftentimes uh, really fucking toxic. And I've said before, like, this girl that I know, and she's not a friend of mine, and I think that what she did kind of sucked. She went negatively viral for tweeting something mean about the appearance of one of the guys who's kind of in charge of Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. And then it took off really, really quickly in terms of people threatening her and hating on her and shit. And I honestly think that it's because her entire following was video game related. So as soon as people started replying to her and retweeting her and quote tweeting her, it took off into a way bigger world of gamers. Yeah. Really quickly. Mm -hmm. And it got toxic so fast. And even that thing where the guy was reporting girls with premium snapchats to the irs because he just quote unquote hates hoes yeah those guys were all gamers and it's like whatever but there's obviously a huge culture of there's uh, something fucked up there anger and hate in online gaming circles yeah for sure I saw a tweet, and I don't remember who it was by, but they were like, mm-hmm. uh, teenage boys don't write in diaries, they write manifestos. So if your kid is, like, extremely online, and you know what I mean? like, yeah. And I mean, it's fair. People just, with the internet, you know, they think, oh, my kid doesn't have any real friends, but, like, they're online all the time, they must be talking to people. You don't know what's going on. But then at you the same know. time, it's like, sometimes it's positive and that's a way for kids be. that aren't popular in yeah. their real lives or don't have access to people that are like them in their real life. You have to no build idea. community, right? Yeah. You have no idea what's going and on. And I mean, obviously, like, I have a lot of my friends because of the internet. So do I. Yeah. But it depends on what you're doing online and there's no way to control it. Well, I mean, a lot of my friends are, you know, six-year-old men that I met when I was 12, but... Mm-hmm. We're close. But we're chill now. We have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Speaking of um, older men. He's not that old. <laughs> How old is he? Beto? Yeah, Beto. Okay, we're going to talk about Beto. Uh, Robert O'Rourke. Robert Francis O'Rourke. Jesus. Beto. So, Beto's 46. Yeah, he's okay. 46. He is a Gen Xer, as previously stated. He looks good for 46. He does, yeah. yeah. He looks like early 40s. I would have guessed that he was 30s. like 41, 39 yeah. maybe. I don't think that he's attractive, and I think that if you find him attractive, you really need to take a look in the mirror or just go fuck a wet slice of white bread. <laughs> <laughs> he's unattractive. What's a sign? He's a Libra. That makes sense. September 26th. Libras do make good politicians yeah. and good lawyers. AOC is a Libra as well. Yeah. Because they're, like, they're indecisive, but they're obsessed with, like, fairness, and they're very judicial. Yeah. They're also, funnily enough, light on substance and heavy on flash. Like, they're <laughs> yeah. very... Not flash. No one would call them Optics. flashy. But they're very... 
diplomatic and socially gracious. Yes. And they're usually attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a Libra rising. Yeah. That's why I'm such a fake cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any Libra in my chart. Uh, it, Libra rising is basically the only good. Libra sun chart is, placement, yeah. Libra sun is not bad. Yeah, Libra moon is... Insane. insane. So is Venus and Libra. Yeah. Because you'll just cheat on and everybody forever. Both, it's God over. help you. It's over, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Beto has announced his presidential run, and I was really hoping that he wouldn't. I'm not, I'm not surprised, but I am disappointed. He fucking lost the election he was running in. To Ted Cruz, How who are is you? just a skin suit full of insects. <laughs> How does he think that he's in any way qualified to be president? Because it's the same way that any of these people... Nobody's ever told them no. Yeah, nobody's ever told him no. These people think that basically being a dead personality, like being a dead public figure or a figurehead, is the equivalent of being a dead politician. And it's that's very much not the case, obviously. It's kind of, when people say Bernie Sanders has cult of personality, it's like, no, he doesn't have the wide blank appeal like somebody like Obama or... Beto O'Rourke does, but what he does have is, like, a lot of policy, and unfortunately, policy isn't sexy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. People, Beto O'Rourke is a very prime example of that, and I also think it's really disgusting that people are on record saying that his dad nicknamed him Beto from Robert because he planned on his son running for office one day, and he lives in Texas. So I there's a believe huge- that. I I agree too, and it's really dark. But like, because there's a huge Latin population. Yeah, right? yeah. It's so gross. I know. It's like from birth. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. He's been groomed for sure. Definitely. He comes from money. His wife has money. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a kept man. Yeah, he's a kept man. I think that's so funny. That's kind of sexy. For a man? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm a sexist, but no, it's not. <laughs> um, it's weird because he's very, like, he's a centrist now, right? Yeah. But when he was a teenager, he was part of an online anarchist group that was, like, anti-capitalism. Really? Yes. Do you want to know how I know this? Yes. A poem that he wrote when he was 15 leaked online from, like, the Wayback Machine, like, from the beginning of the internet. Okay. I'm going to read it to you. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I hate poetry, guys. If you need to know anything about I me. I know. And, except for Leonard Cohen. Okay. Leonard Cohen could stir these deaths from the grave. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he, yeah, he was part of some like weird online anarchy group. Mm. He had like a, his pseudonym online was Psychedelic Warlord. I hate that. Yeah. Big Gen X mood. And he also wrote fan fiction about like killing people okay yeah when he was, was like hot? 15 no it was like about killing children with a car or something okay yeah it's very strange so i'll just read you some of the some of the lines from the poem i need a butt shine right now oh sacred cow i thirst for you buff my balls what <laughs> wax my ass scrub my balls the cow has risen provide milk what's it supposed to be about it, i don't know he was part of some group called the Cult of the Cow. Were they Hindus? No, it was like some weird, like, edgelord fa- anarchy group. 
Were they just lol random? Yeah. They thought it was funny to worship nothing, so essentially to worship cows? Yeah. Early day pastafarians yeah, or something? Yeah, like, probably a little racist. Probably, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. I used to write poems when I was in middle school, because I was, like, really angsty and didn't have an outlet. And I did, too. I was like... I gotta stop writing poems. This is loser shit. So I ripped them all out of my journal. Okay. And I threw them in the trash and my dad found them in the trash and read them. And he was like, <gasps> oh, do you no. actually, he was like, do you actually feel this way about people? Cause they were obviously all about people that I uh, had crushes on would be a good way to put it. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's been literally 10 years since then. And I still want to fucking kill myself. Cause your dad read them. Yes. That's so embarrassing. Like, that's something that'll give you anxiety dreams for your entire life. I'll do you one better in terms of embarrassing poetry. Mm -hmm. So I wrote some poetry in high school Mm -hmm. that I posted on Tumblr. Yes, yes, yes. And it got, like, thousands of retweets. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah, it's it's so so embarrassing. (laughs) It's really embarrassing. Didn't you also go viral for playing a ukulele cover of For Delicious when you were in high school? Yeah, and I got um, canceled for saying that Leah Michelle from Glee looked drunk in an interview. Nice. She was. Everyone accused me of calling her an alcoholic. It's so weird (laughs) that you're only a few years younger than me, but, like woke culture was so like the tipping point was really obviously i think like 2012 oh yeah definitely because extremely like even when you say that you didn't get bullied when you were in high school because people wanted to bully you but they would be afraid of being called homophobic yeah like when i went to high school you would have been called a slur every day probably you know what i mean like even just the not every day but i mean you definitely would have been Semi-occasionally peppered with slurs. Of course, yeah. (laughs) And it's weird because you went to a way more, like, quote-unquote liberal high school than I did. Yeah, but my early high school experience was, uh, like, a Catholic school. But I mean, like, even, even still, there were, like, people that were a problem at, like, the the arts high school that I went to. Um, which wasn't a private school for the record. No, it's a public school. It's a public school with arts. Yeah. Um. We have that here. Yeah. Oh, Canada. (laughs) um yeah does that make you like beto more or less knowing that he had that kind of online presence like in the 90s it just doesn't surprise me yeah you know what i mean he's super boring but i assume that every guy has like an edgelord phase well every guy that's his age definitely had like a fucking live journal or whatever was before live journal and was in a weird shitty alt band that sucked and that's a good point yeah you know what i mean wrote weird posts on the internet and probably went through a phase where they tried to dress like it was the 70s it's so on brand that it's like kind of annoying it's really annoying anyways fuck Brado. (laughs) i don't i just don't want to hear i'm i can't even mute the problem is like I can't even mute some words on Twitter because I still want to know what's going on, but I'm also so sick of it, right? Like, if I had the option, I would just mute. Oh, did you also see the magazine cover that he did where he looked exactly like Ronald Reagan? I, yes, and I, that drives me insane because anybody with a brain in their head would understand that you should never seek to emulate Ronald Reagan, even in a visual sense. Well, it's very obvious, like, what the signaling is there, right? Yeah, he's a centrist pandering to the right. But, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, so that was good. I 
Uh, one thing I will say stylistically is that, first of all, a lot of people were saying, like, how did he make an Annie Leibovitz photograph look bland, which is true. That's true. She's a famously very talented That's photographer. Fact, yeah. And he, it still was so boring, the photo. It was probably the most intriguing photo that they could have taken of him. Yeah. And it still was so boring. And then the other thing that I wanted to say was I saw the side-by-side pictures of him and Reagan and stop looking at your phone. I've seen you do it 12 times this episode. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I saw the side-by-side of him and Reagan and I thought that they were wearing jean-on-jean outfits. They're not? No. What? They're wearing like blue linen shirts with jeans. Ew. Both of them. They're not denim on top, denim on bottom, because I was like, okay. That doesn't make sense. No, I know. I thought, because I love that look, like, you know, it's very Shania Twain, Canadiana, yeah. like, queer iconography, whatever. Yeah. That's what I thought it was, and I was like, oh, I, w- I want to look like that in a photo, but that's yes. weird. You would have looked so much better in that photo of him than he did, <laughs> given the tools. <laughs> Linen shirt? Yeah, you know, like, that light, that, yeah. hot, that hot weather fabric and it's kind of like heathered that's why it almost looks like denim because it's denim colored and then it's like why put them in a shirt that's the exact same color as the pants if it's not going to be like the concept you know what i mean that's so stupid yeah oh my god well i hate that do you want to talk about the internet yeah let's talk about the internet the internet the internet internet. (laughs) (laughs) do you have a beef this week I do. I do have a beef. So I talked about it last week on the podcast, but I got robbed, right? Someone broke into my car and stole my laptop, like a bag that had a bunch of clothes in it Mm -hmm. and my laptop and all my makeup. So I was driving down the street this week and I saw the girl that robbed me. Okay. And I know it was her. People are like, how did you know it was her? I know it was her because she was wearing a dumb bitch media (laughs) t-shirt. Which is like, bitch, if you're gonna rob me, the least you can do is promote my podcast. Thank you. But (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, honey. So I saw her walking down the street and I flipped. I was on my way to work. I was like, fuck. So I pulled up on the sidewalk in my car like a psycho and jumped out of my car and I saw her go into a house. So I walked up the front steps of the house, but then I realized that the porch was covered in empty boxes of syringes. Uh. So I was like, oh shit, she's not it. Like, it's a junkie house. So I got back in my car and I was like, what am I going to do? So then she came back out of the house and then I realized that, like, that's not even where she lives. It's just where she picks up drives. And then I was like, well, first of all, if she's not it, my laptop's long gone. Like, she sold it. Yeah. A while ago. It's gone for Second sure. of all, at least if she's a woman, and a younger woman by the looks of it, one of the things that I was the most pissed about was I was picturing somebody stealing the whole bag, just taking the laptop, and then just dumping my makeup and my clothes in, like, a ditch somewhere or something. She was wearing the shirt. She's probably using the makeup and stuff, too, and the curling iron, and that yeah. makes me feel better. Like, at least it didn't Your just... Your shit didn't just get dumped, Yeah. Yeah. And she probably needs it more than I do, although it is still shitty that I don't have a laptop. (laughs) Yeah, it's shitty. But it's so crazy that you saw her when she was wearing that shirt. Like, what are the odds? 
it's like the universe has been fucking with me lately or something. Yeah. I don't know what's up. I also received a random chat in the mail a couple weeks ago, and it was just a surprise, and then it bounced two weeks later, so that meant that I had zero dollars, and everything that I had been depositing to the bank was going was owing to the bank like I was in negative dollars so everything I was depositing was going back to the bank yeah and then they charged me overdraft on top of that overdraft fees are they shouldn't they should be illegal of course because it's like oh you're poor here be more poor yeah it's punishing poor people I know it's so fucked so brutal and then I posted a screenshot because like I said I got robbed and all this other I quit my job and like my grandma signed like all this other watch shit happened over the course of like yeah a week and then I just posted a screenshot of both of my bank accounts on zero, be like, holy shit, like, can this week get any worse? Uh, so this is what mainly the beef is. The beef is kind of with the girl that robbed me, but she did look good in the shirt. Uh, <laughs> the beef is mainly with this guy was following me around and basically commenting mean shit on me posting about stuff that had already happened. Like, when I got robbed, he was like, well, why was your makeup in your car? And it's like, Oh, sorry, was my makeup looking super robbable? Was it asking for it? Yeah, was my car just asking to get robbed? And, well, I told him, I was like, because I have two jobs and I do comedy almost every night, so I basically live out of my car. Yeah. Like, I'm almost never home, so I need to have a bunch of clothes and makeup with me because a lot of the time I leave the house at 8.30 in the morning and I don't get home until after midnight. And that's even if I come home. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, anyways. And then he commented on the picture of your bank account. The picture of my bank account that a lot of people were replying to and not liking because obviously. You can't like that. You shouldn't like it, right? And then he was like, LOL, and now this tweet is getting ratioed. And like, I blocked him. Yeah. Because it's like, this guy purported to be my friend online, too. So it's like, if you're my friend, why are you following me around adding insult to injury when I'm clearly having a horrible week? It's like, if you don't have anything chill to say, just shut up. And then he kind of implied that, like, because I have a PayPal link in my bio or whatever, and it happened that this past week we were launching a Patreon and merch. Yeah. That, like, I was making it look like I was in a horrible financial place which I am, that I was in a horrible financial place because it was, like, some sort of grift to get people... So ...to give me money or, like, buy merch or Patreon to our shit. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't know that I should be worried about that when I was yeah. posting about, like, my actual life on the internet. It's not that He's serious, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He just has nothing good to say. Yeah, well, men under the age of 30... Have nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Fall off the face of the earth if I... Actually, you know what? All men... All straight men can fall off the face of the earth, but then... No daddies. No daddies. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Yeah, that's really shitty. Get fucked, man. Don't be mean to people that are already posting about how bad shit's happening to them. Don't look for a way to blame people for their own problems. That's so Such a dick. How is that your first impetus to look for a way that it could be the person's fault? And then I told him to shut up, and then he tried to tell me, he was like, I thought you were a comedian, aren't you supposed to be funny? I was like... You're coming for my best friend who just got fucking robbed and stammed in the same week. (laughs) He was like, oh, sorry, should I have said, like, sorry, you got robbed? And I was like, 
Yeah, literally, yes. <laughs> and he was like, you should be a therapist. I'm learning so much. Dude. I was like, is that an insult? It's really, it's really cool to be mean to strangers on the internet. Like, it really just shows that you have a lot going on for you in your real life. Yeah. We'll yeah. block him from all of our accounts. Whatever. Whatever. Fuck it. Anyways. You have a beef? I do. So... This, like, girl who's, like, Twitter verified tweeted after the shooting happened in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And she said, There was a time not long ago when the U.S. was the moral and human rights leader around the world. Under Trump, we are the inspiration for white nationalist terrorism. This has to stop. Republican leaders, you need to speak out. This is a stain on our country. No more silence. I am heartbroken for my friends here who are Muslim and in pain today. There are just no words. I am sending you my virtual hugs and support. Thoughts and prayers, baby. First of all, <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> she's acting like Trump is the beginning of white nationalism yes. and terrorist, like mm-hmm. terrorist propaganda in the United States. Yeah. So I replied to her. Okay. And I got a decent number of likes for the fact mm-hmm. that she has like thousands of followers. Yeah. I was like to claim that the U.S. has been a moral leader is a white Western centric fallacy. Blaming violence solely on the Trump administration only pushes the blame outward instead of recognizing that we are all complicit in creating an environment that teaches hatred and perpetuates violence. Yeah. Trump's presidency is a symptom of the same circumstances under which white supremacy and other extremist groups thrive, not the cause of it. It's extremely yeah. irresponsible to imply that white nationalist terrorism only began in 2016. Yeah, what a stupid bitch. What a stupid bitch. In a bad way. Shut up. Yeah, no. The second tweet, the one where she was like, thoughts and prayers, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah. the first tweet, but that delete. Tweet, but that tweet is almost like, that's a bad take that's harmful. Yeah, you that's a bad I take mean? that's That's harmful. a bad take that's harmful. So then it's like, it's extremely empty to afterwards say... Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. And also, I know I shouldn't really say this, but... I don't even really like it when people, I think it's kind of self-serving to mainly tweet after, like, tragedies and stuff, unless you're part of the member of the groups that were affected, or it's something extremely close to you, or you have some sort of, you work in a a field or something that's, you know what I mean? You're related in some way, yeah, it's kind of insensitive, it's like you need to comment, it's like nobody cares about your specific commentary. No one needs your specific comment, and it's one of those things where it's like, even if you're a public figure, it's like the silence is not deafening. No. Nobody was looking to that shit's like a gay activist. She's like a gay YouTuber, I think. Like, shut up. She's a gay YouTuber. Okay. I wasn't like, time to log on to Twitter.com to see what... Amy tweeted. What fucking gay YouTubers think about the <laughs> shooting in New Zealand. No. We were all fine without that. Your silence is deafening, Amy. Like, shut up. Truly horrible take. I hate... I hate the center's blindness to the larger, like you said, Trump is a symptom, uh, not the source yeah. of the problems, but I hate I hate their want to blame everything that's currently going wrong in the states on Trump, and it's like, oh, so you thought it was a perfect utopia under... Before? Obama? Yeah. Like, come on. Of course not. These things don't just sprout up overnight, like, and also... It's all sorry, but America was never great. So no, no to be honest, it's like, really funny because she's basically saying "Make America Great Again." Yeah, <laughs> she is. Yeah, and you're Holy fucked shit. if you think that the U.S. was ever the like pinnacle of human rights. Suck my dick, dude. Yeah, 
whatever. I can't. It's so stupid. It's literally a country built on genocide, you stupid fucking bitch. I know. Genocide and slavery. Like, come <laughs> on. Whatever. Honestly. America I mean, was great when we were fighting the war in the Middle East. Like, I, come I, on. I, I hate YouTubers. Me too. When I... When I am in charge of the world after the revolution, YouTubers <laughs> will be some of the first people sent to Dulag. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> YouTube is just a way for people that shouldn't be allowed to share their opinions to share their opinions. Yes. It's like stand-up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Ugh. Okay. So, I have two dumb bitches of the week. It's time for Dumb Bitch of the Week. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I fucked it this time. Uh, so, I tweeted the other day, thank God I have all my sweet reply guys to defend me from my evil reply guys. <laughs> okay. And this guy, John, a uh, friend of the pod, Jack Damber, aka Cool Stable Boy, made me this meme that's like, I don't know, a, a guy with a sword, and it's like, <laughs> there. it's basically like, Ev, a beloved Twitter user, no money, no honey, aka Ev, aka Potanus was Italian, and then <laughs> yes. the sword is labeled her horny reply dies, and then the bad dies labeled her evil reply dies, so whatever. Yeah. But this guy, who has already been brought up in Dumb Bitch of the Week before, oh, we got okay. a reoccurring Dumb Bitch, baby. Honey. So he replied... And he said, oh, fuck, which type am I? And I said, evil. <laughs> okay. And then he said, yeah, but I'd still smash you. Uh, but with a mega hat on or some shit. Is he the guy who was, like, kind of threatening you? Yeah, he's the guy. Oh, he repli- He started replying to all my Instagram stories again. Right. He replied separately to one of my Instagram stories this week twice and said, she suck. And then he said, the booty hoe. Ew. I don't know what the fuck that means. But he's the one who said, I want to see my fist. Your labia will hurt just looking for it. And he sent me that picture of a Barbie getting fucked with her head ripped off and was like, I'll rip your head right off, baby. So it's that guy. So he's an evil reply guy. I hate that guy. So he just said, even though he's an evil reply guy, he he still wants to smash me with a mega hat on. Because he thinks that's offensive? Yeah, because he... I guess he can. Lo- he loosely knows about my politics. I guess, yeah. He's from Alberta. Okay. He's probably a conservative. It's probably unironic then. Yeah. But he's just also like an edgelord. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good one. That's a, yeah. That's the it's first relevant. guy. That's the first guy that's uh, been featured twice. Shout out. Good for him. Cole, you're really putting the work in, baby. Thanks, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and the second one. So this guy sent me this wild DM and he doesn't even follow me on Twitter. So he sent me, Cracked Snuckles, hi. I had a longer message planned, but I think I'll just stick with hi and see if you're interested in replying and we'll go from there. I read a lot of your tweets and now I'm attracted to you. That's good, right? Ooh, or is it bad? I don't know. I'm working off a mild hangover right now. I'm not sure where I'm going with this. A mild hangover from attending a comedy show. Wow, you do comedy? I attend comedy? Look how much we have in common. Okay, I'll stop. (laughs) That guy has to be a neckbeard, right? Uh, yeah, let me take- I didn't inspect him too much. Because he's doing that whole, like, asterisk thing? 
Like where he like yeah. puts like commentary in quotations, you know? It tracks nettles. Yeah. Like he writes stage directions into yes. his DMs. He's like role playing by himself. Yeah. He's You should reply cracks knuckles hits block button. Yeah. He I can't tell. That's so bad. It's not even, like, creepy. It's just, like, why would you ever think that someone would respond to that? That's the thing. So I I was going back and forth on whether or not I should read it on the podcast. I never include someone in Dumb Bitch of the Week who's just earnestly, like, putting the moves on me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Not everyone who sends me a DM or, like, who's thirsty or whatever has bad intentions. And sometimes they're really friendly and they're cool and, like, whatever. That's fine. But normally the people in the Dumb Bitch of the Week, they're either, like, creepy, or they're just, like, so totally, like, inept. Like, that guy, like, what the fuck is his game? I don't know, man. It doesn't make any sense to me. Me neither. And it's also, like, I don't like it when guys, and maybe this is me kind of devaluing myself automatically, but you wouldn't send me a message that's, like, I read your tweets and now I'm attracted to you, and, like, oh, you do comedy, I like comedy. You wouldn't send that type of message to a female comedian who wasn't, like, really, really hot. Like, it's not about being a fan of comedy. No, because he's trying not to admit that he's attracted to you. Yes, He's trying to be like, you seem interesting and we have a lot in common instead of just being like, hey, I want to bang you. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much worse. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, just be upfront. You're allowed to think I'm cool and also find me attractive, but, like, it's like, don't dance around the fact of why you're initially messaging me. Also, he doesn't even follow me. It's not like we're, like, mutuals and he's one of my reply guys or something. That's so weird. Yeah, I know. So it's like, oh, no, you're just, like, some one of your friends retweeted me or something and then you went through my media tab and uh, fucking, like, stirred up this message early in the morning because your dick was hard and you had a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 100%. it was extremely calculated. Oh, yeah. Which is so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was good. I have a dumb bitch this week also. Okay. So, it's another one from Tinder, of course. Okay. Okay. So, I was dating this girl, like, okay, November to January of last year, mm-hmm. and then she ghosted me mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Okay. And, like... She sounds cool. Yeah, she was cool. <laughs> um, she just, like, fucking ghosted me and whatever. And then I was on Tinder the other day, and I saw her on Tinder. Okay. So, I swiped right on her, and we matched immediately. <gasps> And then she unmatched me and then messaged me on Instagram and said, hey, how's it going? And what? I didn't respond. That's so crazy. What's up? I ne- I'm picking your brain about this. What? What's the fucking deal? I think that maybe she didn't remember that she had swiped right on you. And then she panicked because she thought that it would be awkward to talk to somebody that she already knows or already had a thing with on on tinder (laughs) yeah yeah but then she was like also it's not that she's not thirsty she probably just got kind of psycho about the weirdness of talking to someone that you already dated on tinder yeah so i think that she swiped right on you like, probably a while ago, maybe even when she was drunk, or, like, just wasn't... Yeah. I'm not saying it was necessarily an accident, but I'm just saying she probably was like, oh, what the fuck was I thinking Yeah. when I swiped right? This is so awkward, and now we're gonna talk to each other on Tinder, even though we already have, like, had our hands inside of each other's pussies. Exactly, so Not yeah. the mood. And then, but then she was like, oh, but... 
Maybe. Okay. You know. I'll give you more information, and I want to see if you change your opinion. Fuck. Don't do that to me. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> She's in an open relationship. Okay, so she wants to fuck you. Yeah, but I think mm-hmm. she probably, whoever she's dating, because they started dating right after she ghosted me. <laughs> is looking for a third? No, knows who I am. Okay. And she didn't want her partner to see that we'd matched on Tinder. How would her partner see that you'd matched on Tinder? They're probably looking at each other's phones if they're, like, in a weird open relationship and, like, seeing who. Ew. And because she's fucked me before, mm-hmm. she unmatched me and then messaged me on Instagram. Right, because there are some people that are in open relationships where, like, one of the rules is that, like... It can't be someone you fucked before or whatever. Or, like, yeah, no feelings can be yeah. involved or whatever. So, yeah, that's that's entirely possible. But, I mean, either way, she does, she wants to fuck you. Yeah, she's being a dumb bitch, though. Yeah. She I, sucks. The concept of somebody, of having access to each other's phones... I. I know I've said a million times before that I think that polyamory is stupid, but it makes sense sometimes. Yeah, okay. I think being less than monogamous makes, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know if poly... I've, the idea of having multiple partners that all know each other or possibly also, like, fuck with each other and stuff and know each other by name and all hang out makes me just want to die truly like it gives me so much secondhand yeah. embarrassment for people that are like my wife's boyfriend i know <laughs> that's so bad but that's that's one really bad element of an open relationship where it's like you can't have any privacy yeah i don't think it's more healthy if you know who the other people that your partner is involved with with and that's the that's what those really kinds of relationships are built on, right? Supposedly, is that, you know, it's, like, complete transparency and honesty and some people want to know who their partner's fucking and stuff. But I think that most people that are in open relationships, regardless of how evolved they think they are, like, jealousy is a natural human trait. Yeah. And knowing who your uh, significant other's other partners, whether it's romantic or sexual, are... And hanging around with those people even sometimes is probably just going to end up in you having very effective tools with which to self-abuse. Yeah. I think that, I mean, sometimes you can't avoid it. You might know who your partner's other people are. Yeah. Just by virtue of living in the same city or whatever, you know what I mean? But I don't (laughs) think you should be, like, hanging out with them by choice or making an effort to be friends with them. Yeah. And if you do feel jealous, you shouldn't be projecting that on your partner ever. No. And seeking validation from them. You know what I mean? No, of course not. I just think that, like, personally, I can only speak from experience, but personally, I'm kind of of the mind that what you don't know won't hurt you. I've said that on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. But I think that, like, I'm pretty much always fine with somebody else sleeping with other people as long as they do it safely they don't Mm -hmm. get their feelings involved and i don't want to know who it is or when or where they're doing it exactly you know i need to know that information i don't want to know anything about it besides like what our agreement is yeah you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. i just i know that i'll just use the information to compare myself yeah of course yeah which is natural yeah Mm -hmm. I brought it up because this is the girl that I dated who was Polly when I was dating her. And yeah. every time we would hang out, she would get dumped by one of her other partners. 
<laughs> and then she would use me for emotional labor. Like, literally, when I was there, she would get a text where she would get dumped. And we only could ever hang out on Wednesdays. Okay. All right. <laughs> and when we had sex one time, I called an Uber while she was eating my pussy and then left. That's such a power move. And it happened like five minutes away from here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I called an Uber. I was like, oh, weird, my Uber's here, bye. (laughs) Maybe that's why she ghosted me. That's so funny. You kind of deserved it, but... Well, we had sex again after that. She was just, like, doing a bad job. (laughs) (laughs) So I left. (laughs) Netflix and chill, more like, eat my pussy and And leave. leave. (laughs) But I left. It It just wasn't going well. (laughs) that's so funny i think it's really iconic to get your pussy and then like not reciprocate and fuck off i think it's so funny i uh i hooked up with this guy that i had been obsessed with for like literally years one time i went home with him because we worked together but then we ran into each other at the bar outside of work while we were still working together but we'd been working together for like three years at this point or Mm -hmm. something Um, and i went home with him and i just was like i don't know it was so weird because there was so much build-up to us hooking up we just made out i let him eat my pussy and then i just like went home like i didn't do it i I didn't even take his pants off that's how you get your power back (laughs) and that's my feminism That guy's so weird. He's, like, huge on Catholic Twitter now. That's so weird. And he, so he sort of has Twitter, but, like, not really. He doesn't have Facebook. He doesn't have Instagram. So it's, like, how is he going to find out that I'm hot, right? Because he doesn't even use Twitter. Yeah. Barely. But he's the only person I know that makes me want to have Snapchat. Okay, Because yeah. I hate Snapchat, but he's really, really funny. Mm-hmm. And he does the most hilarious Snapchat bits. Right. But I'm like, holy fuck, bitch, just get Instagram and only use stories. Seriously. Or only send me, do, like, close friends stories, shit or yeah. whatever on Instagram. Or, like, even, like, tweet jokes or something because he is hilarious. But he doesn't show it. That's so annoying. I know. I literally download Snapchat again once every three months to just look at the, like, 37 hilarious snaps that he will have sent me. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of nice, though. It you is You don't have nice. to interact with him, but you know. I kind of miss him, but he's too weird. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's so funny that we... <laughs> So we hooked up that one time and then we like never really spoke about it again, at least not for like years Yeah, because I moved and stuff. And my friends were like, I can't believe you guys never talked about it again. Uh, You must have like a battery acid pussy. (laughs) Some girl that I was friends with said that to me. And I was like, that's absolutely not the case. We just know that we like both made a mistake because we worked together and we worked with all guys. I don't think you have to talk about it. No, but it would have literally ruined my life. We didn't stop being friends. No, but we just never talked about the hookup. It would have ruined my life at work if people found out about it. But then when I moved back to Ottawa a few years later, we like started going on dates and shit. And we were like hooking up. But uh, he found my Twitter and it went south. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah, I don't think you have to ta- address things like that. Like, yeah. it's not necessary. Which is why I don't tweet about my dating life anymore. And I'm thinking about making an alt because I kind of want to tweet about my dating life. Yeah. But, like, I can't. <laughs> I get that. I yeah. feel that for sure. There's stuff that I wish I could tweet about that I won't because of people that follow me. Yeah, well, that's the yeah. thing, right? And th- sometimes I want to make jokes about people that follow me, but, like... You can't. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Not directly. <laughs> Even indirectly. Like, I don't want to subtweet. No, subtweeting yeah. sucks. 
Do you want to hear how I got my power back from someone? I didn't let them eat my pussy. But I was, like, talking to my ex again. Mm -hmm. And we were, like, flirting and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she sent me a nude photo and I didn't reciprocate. (laughs) Did you respond to the nude? I mean, I responded. Okay. But, like, I wasn't a dick about it. But I was like, I was like, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) You should have left her nude on red. That would have been so funny. That's so mean. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> was it a good nude? It was okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Do, do better. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. I have a tweet of the week. Nice. Thanks, Bob. Pod dog. Okay. So my tweet of the week is, it's like conversational style, which is annoying, probably. So it's like, me... Dude, I hooked up with that girl last night. Friend, did you make her come? Me. No, I didn't make her come. I don't make girls do anything. I ask them nicely. Friend, did she come? Me. She did not. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. such like randomly good meta commentary on like guys who claim to be feminists but like yeah. literally are really bad at sex i yeah that's true you know it's, what i mean it's feminist to be good at sex that's what it should be but that's what yeah. being that's what being a real ally being is. an ally is is uh being good at sex mm-hmm. getting women off yeah um and, <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to all the male allies out there <laughs> Sorry. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't trust any guy that brags about being good at sats or being good at eating pussy no. or at making girls charm because I've never met a guy that was good at sex that I that I ever heard talk about him. Why are you fucking, bragging about it? Fucking beforehand or whatever. I hate when guys talk about the fact that they eat pussy. Yeah, it's like, do you want a fucking medal? Yeah, it drives me insane. Oh, wow, congratulations. You care if your partner gets off. The, what like? I hate when people are like, yeah, I do eat pussy and I'm good at it. I'm like, okay, you should be. Yeah. Right? Like, come yeah. on. Also, like, I don't go through my life. Maybe it's just because, like I said, I, I'm very close with the male ally community. But, um, <laughs> but I've never fought to die that, at least not recently, not mm-hmm. in the past. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, three or four years. Okay. I mean, like I've since been. This is strictly about talking about me fucking men, but yeah. um, I haven't been with a guy that hasn't just gone down on me the first time we had up, like without saying anything about it, like without yeah. me giving any inclination that that's what I wanted like it's just like for some reason every time that i have sex with somebody for the first time it basically is like we're making out my clothes are off their clothes are on they're eating me out i suck their dick we have sex (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean but that's like that's good but it's like i'm like how is it such a weird thing thing? it's like do actually lots of guys eat pussy and they just all don't talk about it to each other and women don't talk about it? Or is it like, am I just 
messing with a very skewed sample of guys that love to eat pussy. Like I don't know. I so think it's weird. I think it's in now. You think it's in now? I think ten years ago, a lot of guys didn't eat pussy. Okay. But guys know that they ha- they have to. Yeah. Now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's feminism, baby. That's feminism, yeah. Women are really weird about eating pussy. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But, like, you mean, like, they don't want to do it? Yeah. I think that I've encountered more girls that didn't want to get their pussy ate than that didn't want to eat pussy, because a lot of them are, I think, kind of, like, ashamed of their bodies, and, you know, people yeah. have, like, orgasm shame or whatever? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's really bad. That might but. be part of it, I guess. And I think a lot of people feel like their bodies are gross or something, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's probably that. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, you're right, maybe it's, like, trendy now. I was like, I hope it's just because I seem like such a bitch that I'm like, no, if you're fucking me... I am going to come. I mean, we can say it's that if you want. (laughs) You will prioritize. (laughs) We can say it's that. Oh, God. (laughs) Do you have a tweet of the week? I do. Now that we just talked about sex for such a long amount of time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have a tweet. Oh, who was your tweet from? Oh, my tweet was from Hype, and it's at the Hype, the H-Y-Y-Y-Y-P-E. Cool. So my tweet is from Thomas at Len O Killer, L-E-N Zero Killer. Okay. And he said, Chelsea Clinton, let me eat that stupid pussy for Israel. (laughs) (laughs) There's a theme in this. Yeah, sorry. That's so funny. The whole episode is thematically consistent. Chelsea Clinton, Israel, eating pussy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I just think it's funny. Yeah. Do you think Chelsea Clinton has a good sex life? No. Think, I don't think so I don't think, I, I think, think that's why she got knocked up so fast. She's really waspy. Yeah. She, you think she just has really boring, like, penetrative sex? I think so. I think she's really yeah. fertile. Yeah. Are they, are they, like, Irish or something? Yes. They're just waspy? I think they're Irish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think she's really fertile, and I think that she's really boring mm-hmm. PIV sex, and um, that's it. Missionary in the dark at 8 p.m. once a week. Oh, God, I would. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have Missionary in the dark at 8 p.m. seven nights a week. Girl's <laughs> 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 <Draw his> knees. <laughs> I hate Chelsea Clinton. But I, I, I guess she deserves to be happy or whatever. No, she doesn't. Fuck <laughs> no. Fuck her. No, fuck her. For Israel. That's, Praxis. That's, uh, that's good desirability politics right there to eat Chelsea Clinton's pussy even though she's ugly. <laughs> what? <laughs> and she sucks. I know. That, that guy's <laughs> an ugly person ally. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's pretty much it for this week. Do you have yeah. anything to say? Oh, no. uh, just once again, so we do have a Patreon now. We're going to post the first bit of content on there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we will also be recording a bonus episode on Tuesday. So that'll probably be up on, I don't know, Thursday or Friday. Yeah, yeah. sometime this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... You have to go directly to the link. It's in our Twitter and our Instagram bio, but it's patreon.com slash dumbbitchmedia. Yeah, we're shadow banned, so take yeah, it in. Yeah, for sure. And also hit us up if you want a shirt. 
that says dumb bitch on it. Yeah. Your match, me and Sophie, our fans, and also the chit that robbed me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. <laughs>